Hello, everyone, and welcome to Season 3, Episode 97 of Brody Sports Talk. My name is Caleb Walgren, I am your host, and I am joined by my son, Zion. Zion, say hi. Hi. That means it's a Brody Jr. and the NFL recap of the week, so we are recapping Week 11 here in the NFL, and I've got to say, it was a tale of the Taylors today, right, Zion? Yeah. All right, let's get to our first game featuring a Taylor. What was the score of that contest? Indianapolis Colts, 41, Buffalo Bills, 15. And who is the player of the game? Jonathan Taylor. Mark, check it off. Check your bingo card. That's the first Taylor we've brought up on this podcast today. It will not be the last. Jonathan Taylor embarrassed the Bills on their home field. The Bills came into this game as one of the lowest points allowed defenses in the NFL. Jonathan Taylor had 32 carries for 185 yards and four rushing touchdowns, and he added three catches for 19 yards and a receiving touchdown as well. This is going to be a day that uh, fantasy football owners are going to remember Jonathan Taylor for forever because he just was a beast. And when you look at the box score, the Colts didn't do a whole lot else. It was like, huh, let's keep giving it to Jonathan Taylor because clearly the Bills don't know how to stop it. Uh, I don't think that very many people expected the Colts to come in and blow them out. They were actually a seven-point underdog, and yet they won by 26 on Buffalo's field. Statement win for the Colts here in Week 11. Let's go ahead and go to game number two, Zion. Houston Texans, 22. Tennessee Titans, 13. And who is the player of the game in that one? Tyrod Taylor. Yeah, do you remember what position he plays? Quarterback. Yeah, quarterback Tyrod Taylor. He had come back. He had been on IR earlier this year. He has quarterback the Texans to both of their wins, both, oddly enough, against divisional opponents. As the Titans' six-game winning streak comes to an end, Tyrod Taylor with two rushing touchdowns on the ground. We were we're not at the end of seeing quarterbacks get rushing touchdowns here, but Tyrod came back, lifted the Texans to a win. Congrats for him, David Coley, and that whole Texans organization, as it has been a bumpy ride for them this season. And uh, they no longer have the longest losing streak in the NFL because they didn't lose. Uh, So I'm not sure who has that right now. I'll have to figure that out and make sure we put that in our uh, big Thanksgiving episode coming up later this week that you won't want to miss. But let's go ahead. Let's stick to the recap. Uh, Zion, what about the third game this week? Philadelphia Minnesota Vikings, 34. Green Bay Packers, 31. Yeah, I didn't really want to talk about the Vikings-Packers game either, Zion. I wasn't terribly happy with the end result. But, you know, uh, kudos to the Vikings for getting the job done on their home field. And who was the player of the game? Justin Jefferson. Yeah, good job. Justin Jefferson, uh, he went out... He took care of business, eight catches, 169 yards, two touchdowns. He was very hard for the Packers to stop. And the Packers went down 16-3 to early in this game, 
ended up coming back, tied it up at 31 on Aaron Rodgers throwing a 75-yard touchdown pass to Marquez Valdez-Scantling. And the Vikings got the ball, got back in the red zone, ran the clock intentionally so that they would have a chance to kick a game-winning field goal, and the Packers wouldn't get it back. So kudos for smart coaching by Zimmer and the crew. The Vikings are back at 500 as they are 5-5, and and they needed this one. Otherwise, they were falling significantly back of Green Bay in that division and losing a lot of hope. Uh, the Packers fall to 8-3. and three. They're two and a half games up on Minnesota still. But Minnesota, you're saying there's a chance, and you needed this win today to be able to say that. Uh, let's go ahead and get back to Philadelphia. What was the score of that contest? Philadelphia Eagles 40, New Orleans Saints 29. And who is the player of the game in that one? Jalen Hurts. And how many rushing touchdowns did he have in that game? Three. Yeah, Jalen Hurts, he's been a machine. The Eagles have really transitioned their game this year to what was almost a we're-going-to-pass-it-all-the-time offense to now they are a run-heavy, run-oriented offense regardless of what the game script is. They just like to run. They throw every now and then on first downs to keep defenses at bay. But Jalen Hurts can run. Miles Sanders can run. Everyone on this offense can run. And Hurts did it on the ground. Three rushing touchdowns. It was their first home win since they beat the Saints at home last year. The Eagles, another team trying to come back. They're 5-6, and six, making some waves in the NFC as they have won back-to-back games since their bye. And just causing causing a little bit of chaos in that NFC East and the NFC wildcard race. Let's go ahead and move to another NFC East game. Uh, what was the score of that one? Washington football team 27, Carolina Panthers 21. All right, and we have the return of another Taylor. Uh, who was the player of the game in that one? Taylor Heineke. Good job, Zion. I know that's a hard name to say, but Taylor Heineke, quarterback for the Washington football team, went out 16 completions on 22 attempts, 206 yards, three touchdowns, as Ron Rivera, Heineke, they were both former Panthers. They went back to Carolina, got revenge against their old team, and came out a winner for Washington Washington also has won two in a row. Another team looking to potentially cause some chaos in that NFC East and that wild card hunt as they are now four and six. And let's face it, anything can happen. Uh, the Panthers were in that spot and they are now five and six, so they're slipping out of the wild card. The Saints are in the wild card, but they were five and two a couple of weeks ago. Now they're five and five. So no one seems like they are taking control of the wild card situation in the NFC. Let's just say that it's up for grabs because it definitely is at this point. Uh, let's get to some of those afternoon games, Zion. What was the result of the first one we have here? Kansas City Chiefs 19, Dallas Cowboys 9. And who's the player of the game in that one? Chris Jones. Chris Jones is a lot easier to say than Taylor Heineke, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, thanks, Zion. 
So Chris Jones, he went out for the Chiefs. Uh, the Cowboys have been banged up a little bit on the offensive line. He had three and a half sacks in this game. He had another three quarterback hits. Dak Prescott really was unable to get set. They came in the game. Amari Cooper ended up getting ruled out late yesterday. Then C.D. Lamb left the game with a concussion. The Cowboys lost their top two receivers. And just, you know, for as much as people want to rant and rave about this offense and how they can move the ball however they want, they didn't. You know, the Chiefs won by 10, and they won by 10 primarily because their defense shut them down. They didn't get in the end zone very much. Uh, The only touchdown in this game was a Clyde Edwards-Hilaire rushing touchdown. But Chris Jones, with how the defense performed, felt like he should be the player of the game in this contest. And let's go to our final match of the week. Who won that one? Arizona Cardinals 23, Seattle Seahawks 13. Yeah, the Seahawks came back from the bye. They got Russell Wilson, and they have promptly lost to the Packers and the Cardinals as they fall to 3-7. and seven. The Cardinals take the top spot in the NFC back this week with the Cowboys and Packers losing. They are, I believe, 9-2, and two, hoping that they are able to get some rest soon, but I believe their, their bye is still to come. Zion, who was the player of the game in that contest? Zach Ertz. Yeah, Zach went out. He had a great day. Eight catches, 88 yards, two touchdowns, uh, both from Colt McCoy. You know, there's no Kyler Murray still right now. This is the third game he's missed since the Green Bay game as he's just not been able to return to the field. This is really not what the Cardinals need. But the fact that they've gone 2-1 and one without him, shows just how well they are performing as a team and that they are finding their identity without him. So I know I teased it a little bit earlier, but we are having our big Thanksgiving episode coming later this week, and that's the only episode we're going to do this week. We're not going to release multiples. You know, I want to be able to put it out on Wednesday. That way everyone can spend time with their family and friends and whoever they choose to spend time with this Thanksgiving because Thanksgiving is a time of being able to be together, and we want to make sure that you're able to enjoy that and not be, like, intrigued by new episodes of Brody Sports Talk, which is probably the last thing on your mind during the holidays, which is okay. So whenever you want to catch us, though, make sure you are subscribed so you get notifications of our newest episodes. We appreciate if you do that. I know our most prevalent platform is Apple Podcasts, but you can also... Follow us on Good Pods and subscribe to us there. They also send notifications for new episodes. Uh, On both of those as well, you can leave us a five-star review. If you like this episode with Zion on Brody Jr., make sure you give us that five-star review so that Zion knows that you think that he's one of the coolest nine-year-olds that are on podcasts consistently. I think that he's pretty awesome. And that's all we have. That's wrapping up week 11. Uh, Zion, can you, uh, do you want to say anything to everyone before we go? Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. What a great way to close it. Uh, so on behalf of Zion, my name is Caleb Walgren. We are signing out. Bye. Bye.